The autumn wind is a pirate. Welcome, Raider Nation, to the Raider Nation podcast, and I am your host, Raider Greg. Well, our first preseason game is in the books. We're going to talk about how it went down, what went down, who went down, here on show 311. Well, before I get into the show, there's just a couple of things I want to clean up here. One is this new stadium in Los Angeles. Now, come on, people. I'm getting bombarded by L.A. Raider fans asking the ultimate, do you think the Raiders will move to L.A.? Well, I think that it's totally possible. I think it's absolutely a possibility. Will they? I don't know. They're building a stadium for somebody. And our name just does not seem to want to leave that story. That gives me great concern because the Raiders themselves are not discounting the fact that they might go. This is the biggest thing that I think is the red herring in the fucking room. Is they're not denying it. There's everybody else talking about it and they're not saying a word about it. They're jostling around this joint stadium project here in the Bay Area, which I think... They certainly, I don't think they want to do it. But the possibility of the Raiders moving to L.A. is real. It is not fictitious, and it could totally happen. And if, when it does, it, it will be. And that's what will happen. I know I won't be dropping any coin on season tickets, but sure. Anyway, let's get to our show of the day. Well, on today's show, we will have the post game for the Redbirds, the Deadbirds. Yes, the cards came to town. It was a house of cards for a secondary. We'll hit on that. <clears throat> and you guys know that for sure. We're going to hit a little pregame on the 49ers. We're going to hit the 49ers, see what happened to them on their first preseason game. Yeah. <laughs> But, you know, we'll talk about that in that story. And, of course, the bone line. You guys are going to shout it out. You're going to tell me what you think. And that's the best thing about this show. I think we glean from each other. And in there is the wisdom of the Raider Nation. And you got to love that. Okay, so without further ado, the post game for the Redbirds. First, let me talk a little bit about the stadium and the lack of attendance. Man, oh man, let me tell you. (laughs) I know it's a tough, it's a tough economy, man. It's tough out there. It's hard to get your money together. These games are very expensive. There's no doubt about it. But man, I can't ever remember seeing the Coliseum so empty ever. Now, Randy said the same thing, and he's been going there a lot longer than me. But, I mean, if there were 7,000 people there, that'd been maybe 10 at the most. Now, they're saying 15. Maybe a lot filled up after he got inside, but it was bleak. 
to say the least. Not what I was hoping for for this season, uh, preseason opener. I was thinking that we'd have a whole lot more people wanting to see our team, but you know what? They might have been the smarter ones because it was the most l- ugly long game I have ever had the displeasure to watch. Other than our first team offense and defense, it was just painful like the good old days. <laughs> Anyways, Oakland Raiders lost to the Redbirds. And the funny thing is San Diego, Denver, and Kansas City all lost their first preseason games. The first string offense came on the field and was pretty consistent, pretty good. You know, not nothing super flashy. I think uh, Campbell was eight and nine. Um, not a bad, not a bad showing. But they definitely want to put out Denarius Moore, our new wide receiver out there, and see what he can do. And man, the guy looks pretty doggone good. Jacoby Ford, number two, he looks like he's pretty good at wide receiver. Uh, he ran ran back some punts and kicks. Very nice to see him. David Ashbury made the only touchdowns the Raider had. Great catch, two feet barely in the end zone. Very, very good. And that was, of course, Trent Edwards, who started out a little rusty, but he actually played a lot better than Kyle Bowler, even though the numbers might not show it. He played much better, much smarter, and uh, I like him as our number two guy. Nonetheless, Campbell looked pretty good. The offensive line looked very good. Vale Deer is a seasoned vet. I got to put my... Take my hat off to that guy because he really did a great job on the offensive line. Barnes! Barnes! Cleve Barnes! Three false start penalties that just smothered a drive. Smothered it out. This is the horse shit that I'm worried about this season. You know, all teams are going to have some problems. That's not true. That's a cliche that's horseshit because I'll tell you, the Eagles, Patriots, and Jets don't have those problems in preseason. Very rarely. They just happen to be the teams right off the the tip of my tongue that I know we're going to be playing later this season. But their preseason games were sharper, cleaner, smoother than ours by far. Ours wasn't terrible, but it wasn't great either. I was hoping to see the first string a lot longer on the field, but didn't happen. Kevin Kevin Cobb was a pretty good quarterback. He hit this kid, John Skelton. Uh, they combined 10 for 17 for 164 yards and a touchdown. And let me tell you, Namdi was sorely missed in this game. Sorely freaking missed. Because our secondary young guys, uh, they're supposed to step up. Well, I don't know where they're stepping because they sure as shit didn't step up in this game. And McFadden... Come on, man. Two, he had two uh, illegal contact, I think, or pass interference penalties. And then after that, he stayed 10 yards off the receiver. They just torched him all night long. They could throw the ball in anywhere in his direction, and he would be 10 yards off the receiver. Shades of Buchanan and Gibson in my book. McFadden sucks ass and needs to be you know taken off the field please you Jackson's saying that he needs to have reps he needs to have time he needs to be out there well let him be out there and freaking practice and if he doesn't make it cut him 
because he looks like crap. Seabass, of course, three field goals, one 57-yarder that was insane. Looked like he had got it easily. But, you know, <laughs> you got to understand that we can't be kicking field goals all season long. Now, Coach Hugh Jackson calls it the, what does he call it, the touchdown zone? It's the red zone. Been the red zone for all my life. It's going to be the red zone for the rest of my life. We blew in the red zone. I know it's the first game. I know everyone's going to be saying, well, you got to take it easy, blah, 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 blah. I am so concerned, really concerned with the defensive secondary. Now, there's a lot of variables that go into this game. Uh, their second string made our second string look like high school. I mean, we could not stop them from moving the ball the rest of the night. Third, fourth quarter, were just they were just moving the ball at will. And we were not moving the ball at will. We couldn't pass it. We barely ran it. <clears throat> and we sputtered. We sputtered out. Very inconsistent. Very, you know, it was hacky play. Now, I'm just telling you what I saw. I mean, you got a million guys. You can read the blogs. You can see the game again. You can do all that. Make your own mind up for it. But I thought it was hacky. I thought it was inconsistent. And, you know, the penalties we got to get a freaking handle on. And I'm telling you, if we don't get some help in that secondary, if we don't go out and get Asante Samuel or someone like him, we're going to have a very long season, folks. We have San Diego is going to torch us all day. I understand our our front, you know, if we got a great front seven, we do have a good good front seven. I mean, they're probably one of the top five in the league, at least. But man. We weren't getting after anybody, I understand. It's preseason. No one wants to get hurt and blah, 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 blah. But when it comes down to it, folks, if they don't turn it up about 10 notches during the regular season, we're going to be <laughs> witnessing this passing barrage team after team after team. Look, man, the Jets, the Patriots, the Texans, they're going to throw all day. They better get a handle on this defensive secondary, and I mean like right now, because we need the help back there. I don't know what the hell we're doing. Hey, the other thing, Chad Jackson? Yeah. What the hell is he doing on our team? He wasn't the best wide receiver out there. Far from it. Hayward Bay looked nice. Two catches. Bush, you know, ran okay. The, the run blocking was not the best, but it worked okay. I understand it's preseason. I'm just going over what I saw. You cannot mistake the fact that they passed like crazy on us. They really did. They didn't have no 400-yard game in passing only, but they had a lot of yards, man, way more than I'd like to see. And we didn't have very many and no touchdowns from our first team. That's disheartening especially when you can put the ball right up to the end zone and then nothing. I know, I know it's preseason. No worry. Everything will be better. I hope so. I'm just saying this preseason game was bleak as far as attendance and weak as far as gameplay because it was boring. There was not a lot of action other than the fact that the Cardinals 
second team and third team, they looked way better than our second and third team. Uh, that worries me as far as depth goes, but hey, we're all in it, man. Football's here. <laughs> it's the first preseason game. It was great to see the team. It was great to see our players out there. Uh, bummed that we didn't have enough fans out there to really welcome them the way that we should. I sure as hell hope the season opener is much better because I'll flip out if there's a low attendance on that. Come on, we got to pack the freaking house when the Jets come to town because uh, I hate the Jets. You got to hate them Jets. J E T S. Crash, crash, crash. <laughs> anyway, that was it. The game. Hiram Eugene, dislocated hip. Bad sign, folks. That's a bad sign. That's Bo Jackson's injury, and you know what happened to him. So I pray, send prayers his way, man. Hope he heals up and doesn't have any issues from that thing, but they're tough. That's a tough, tough injury. So let's see. Who else? Oh, here's some surprising news. Chaz Shillings is injured. Bump, 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 bump. Oh, gosh, man. Chaz Shillings having his knee looked at today. Can you freaking believe it? It's time to cut this paper cord, baby. <laughs> yes, sirree. Mr. Fragile, Mr. I can't stay for a, you know, how many games has he played for us? He does well when he plays, but he doesn't play. It's time to go. Jazz, love you. Can't have you. You're taking up room, partner. Bad knee for Chaz Shillings. What a real surprise. <laughs> Gosh. Some things just don't change. McFadden's out with his orbital fracture. That He'll probably be out the whole preseason. Fine with me. Bush can take the reps. And Marcel Reich looked great as usual. Lewis Rankin looked good. Um, all the guys we had from last year, man, we got everybody back pretty much. Nick Miller. I'm going to go down the list. They were all out there playing. So let's see. We got the the next. <laughs> the next. <laughs> I'm not even going to do a pregame for the 49ers because it ain't worth it. We are the 49ers. We are always fighting and we're always exciting. The 49ers, on their first preseason game, got pummeled. Alex Smith got sacked six times in the first quarter. And I mean, he went down hard. <laughs> ah, the New Orleans Saints had their way with the 49ers. Big time is embarrassing for them. Uh, Harbaugh looked like he was disheveled. Everybody looked like they were not having a very good day. That being said, we always go over there when they're losing their worst and we get beat. Hey, man, it fucking pisses me off. I'm tired of having it happen. What do they have over us? What did they have over us last season? Nothing. A better record? No. Better players? No. What the hell happened in this game? I don't get it. But I am sick and tired of being the beaches of the Bay. And I'm telling you right now, 
The 49ers must go down in this preseason game. It's some bullshit. I'm telling you right now, it's bullshit. The Raiders need to go to their house, clean their shit, kick their ass, just kick the shit out of them, and then come home and and call it a day. Because I don't care about any other game in this preseason, but, man, this game has got to be won. And, you know, <laughs> last year they were on our regular season docket and we lost and they were losers. I don't know what it is. I don't know. Raider Nation, maybe you could tell me, but seems to me when we go over to that shithole over there that we lose. It, even if they're in the worst team in the NFC, which they were. So I'm looking forward to maybe perhaps the Raiders lifting it up a little bit here and taking it to the house. I think, you know, the 49ers' second-string quarterback might become their first-string quarterback quickly. And he's pretty good. He's better than Alex Smith, no doubt. But, man, I, I don't think we can lose this. I, I don't want to see it happen. Don't want to see it happen. I mean, it's only preseason. We have to say that when we lose, right? <laughs> it's only preseason. Couldn't say that last season. That's bullshit. It's payback time. Let's kick their ass, get it over with. We can do it, folks. Hugh Jackson, if you're paying attention, we can do it. Tell your team they have to do it. It must be so. Kill the Niners should be the mantra and the chant throughout the bus ride over there to the big flying saucer in the city. <laughs> And so all I say is this, we should beat their beat the living crap out of them. I'm hoping we do. I hope there's no shenanigans because, man, that's some bullshit. And you know that, too. And that's all I have to say about that. Bad to the bone. Bad to the bone. It's time for the Bone Line, 1-800-620-7181. 1-800-620-7181. Time for the Bone Line. You guys get on it, get to it, get with it, and throw your bones to the nation. We ought to be one voice, one mind. Actually, we're not. That's what makes it so nice because everyone's got their own take, man. A reminder, check it out, RaiderNationPodcast.com, our webpage, Randy Takes Great pain to make it an awesome place to go for your news NFL other teams whatever get there we have a chat room a forum join the forum get in get involved get on it and then call this number and let us know what you think just like this guy right here our first caller my good brother the nature boy but listen he's a little emotional he just listened to my last podcast, and man, when I listen to it, I get pissed. <laughs> Everybody settle down. Check him out, though. It's pretty funny. Take it away, brother. Raider Nation, what is up? It is the nature boy. Fuck the woo, because there's nothing to woo about. This is some bullshit. It is fucking August 3rd, Raider Greg. I'm about six minutes and 45 seconds in your podcast. You've got me fired the fuck up right now. Luzanambi, 
horseshit. We all knew that shit was going to happen. Like you just said about one fucking minute ago on your podcast, we should have traded that guy, got some kind of fucking shit for him for this year. Something to look forward to. Wembley, whoopity fucking do. He's a great fucking linebacker, but still, yeah. Sanford routes, let's not even go there. Everyone already knows how the fuck I feel about that piece of shit. $30 million could have went to Nambi for two years. Sanford Rouse could live in a cardboard box for all I give a fuck about because that's all he's doing to us, putting us in the fucking doghouse with every goddamn touchdown that motherfucker's giving up down the field. Robert Gallery, yeah, we knew that dude was going to leave. And then Zachy, are you fucking kidding me? To the Sea Hags as well? Five years, $35 million. 17 guaranteed. That's all we had to give this fucking kid? 17 fucking million guaranteed? We would have kept this guy? Our number one receiver, which we don't even fucking have any receivers now. Darius Haywood Bay, he's a fucking piece of shit. He's got stone fucking hands that can't fucking catch a goddamn pigeon shit with a goddamn pigeon sitting on top of him. That's how shitty he is. Ford is fucking hurt. He just broke his hand. He may not even be back in time for the opener. We got fucking Lewis Murphy. That dude disappeared last year. It's just we're fucked every way around. And you know why? Miller and fucking both gallery went to the fucking sea hag because the cable. Hello, Al Davis. Wake the fuck up, you old piece of shit. There's a reason why we went eight and eight last year. The first time we haven't had a losing fucking season of 11 losses in seven fucking years. That guy came in, busted balls, and demanded and earned the respect of every fucking player on that squad. And what do we reward him for, for an 8-8 eight eight season, a 500 season, something we haven't had since 2002? A fucking boot. That's what we fucking give him for Hugh Jackson. Hugh, no disrespect if you're even listening to this shit, but I hope you fucking nut up, and I hope this squad of fucking misfits that has now been assembled for you can fucking play. Because if not you, guess where you're going to be? The same fucking place Cable is at, a, a side coach. Not even a head coach no more. You're a fucking assistant coach. You're back to an offensive coordinator who, just so you know, just so you know, be prepared for that shit. If we don't make playoffs, which let's be let's be honest, with the free agency that free agency shit that has gone down, we're probably not gonna make it. We're probably taking steps backwards now. Thanks, Al. We're going from an eight and eight team, probably, and I hate to say it. I hate to say it, but we'll probably back down to, I don't know, 6-10, and 10, 4 and 12 again. We don't have any fucking offense. We don't have fucking shit. Thanks, Al, for sleeping during the fucking free agency period. I don't know. We've all known this shit was going to come up. I mean, I'm watching the NFL Network. Uh, Rich Eyes had nutted in his fucking pants as soon as this deal got done. How the fuck did we not know about this? How did we not even go after an Ocho Cinco for a fifth-round fucking pick? How did we not go after Albert Hainsworth, a fifth-round fucking pick, Al? Where the fuck are you? Wake up, get your fucking dementia pills, pop that shit, or bring in a fucking GM and croak it. I don't give a fuck, but something needs to happen with our squad. What up, Raider Greg? This is the Nature Boy giving a quick call back. I'm about uh, 10 minutes left of the podcast, and a fucking light bulb just went off in my motherfucking head. You know why we're doing all this shit? 
two fucking words. Andrew Luck. Well, good luck getting Andrew Luck. Yuck, 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 yuck. <laughs> no gonna happen, man. We're gonna have to have... If we got Andrew Luck, I, I'm gonna be fucking flipped out. I don't think so. The rest of those moves, who knows why Al didn't do them? I don't know. We are who we are, and that's what we're going to do this year. We're going in with who we got, so get ready. Thanks for the call, brother. Our next caller, my good brother, the king of Bakersfield, Raider Jaime is in the house. Check him out. Raider Greg, Raider Randy, and Raider Jaime calling at Bakersfield. Um... We just want to um, give our condolences to your family, Ray Greg. Just heard about the news about your mother passing. And also Skip Thomas. So I'm very hard to start to hear about this. There's nothing like mom, just like you said. And she's in a better place. And um, we also lost Miller today. But it uh, looks like we're going to... We're getting Kevin Boss, so I guess it's a it's a big plus for us. A big guy, productive and physical. He had 16 touchdowns in the past three seasons, so we'll see his number will increase with uh, with our new offense. I'm looking forward to this year, Raider Greg. It's going to be a great year. So um, we'll see you out there, right? You guys take care. I'm out. Thank you, brother, for the condolences. Yeah, it's a bummer to lose your mother. That's all I got to say about that. And, uh, man, I'm sorry. I know I probably put a, a real fucking wet blanket on the rest of the nation with my last podcast, but fuck, man, I was pissed off. You have to admit that what I had to say, I mean, everyone's thinking it. No one wants to say it. Fuck that. I said it, uh, but we got to move on with what we have. I, I've, I've, I've said at the end, we got to just support the team we got. I think we're going to have a decent year. We'll see. Uh, Kevin Boss is a good pickup. That was a good move, man. We only had to pay him $7 million guaranteed. So we actually saved $10 million. So I eat those words. Let's move on and let's have a good season. That's what we got. So we got to check it out. Who's next? Who's next is a guy who rolls from Los Angeles, my brothers. Listen here, man. This is the Amoeba Raider. And here's another casualty of my last show. I was spitting some fire and poison out in that last show. But you know, man, that's the emotion you get when you get addicted to this freaking team. Check out the Amoeba Raider. He's got a beef. Raider Greg. What's up, man? This is what they call the Amoeba Raider. Because it's Beta L.A. Woo! God damn, man. And before I get started, i got to say that I've been, this is the first time for me calling in, by the way. I've been a long-time listener. I've been a fan of the podcast for at least about two years. And you are the my main source of getting all my information about the Raiders. So, great job. You keep it entertaining. And go Raiders in that sense. I just finished listening to the August 3rd podcast today, which is the 4th, and I figured out that we just lost Zach Miller. That is the last straw for me. 
I'm not saying that. I'm not about to make my first call to the Raider Nation saying that I'm completely turning my back on the Raiders because that's bullshit. I'm still a Raider fan. I'm still a part of the Raider Nation. We have the best fans in the world, and the big proof in that is because Al Davis does not pay attention to the needs of the team, and he treats us like shit. I mean, when was the last time we ever felt confident in the fact that our player was going to be around for like surpassing his contract? I mean, like... Gruden's gone. He came back. He, you know, Gruden beat us in like the Super Bowl like years ago. We still haven't bounced back from that. We had Woodson, who at the time was the greatest cornerback. He's probably the top five greatest cornerbacks of all time, and we let him walk away. And now we we lucked out twice, and we had we lucked out twice with that whole situation with Asamoah, and we let him walk away so easy. And I've never owned a football team in my life, obviously. So there's a whole bunch of different factors that are probably going to get in the way. But if you have the best player in the NFL for his position. doesn't matter what it is. Maybe kicker or punter doesn't matter. But outside of that, no matter what it is, you find a way to hang on to that, man. It's fucking ridiculous. And, you know, I'm honestly happy for Osamwa. And I'm happy for Zach Miller because they got out of a fucked up situation. Which brings me to my next point. I don't know if this is going to make the podcast. It would be awesome if it does. But this is more of a message to Al Davis. If you could find some sort of way to forward that to him, that would be much obliged. Um, Fuck you, first and foremost. Because the majority of the Raider fans that I know, they live by the codes of, if it's fuck me, then it's fuck you. That being said, I'm going to let you know about my plan. I have spent... At least a good $150 on Raiders merchandise per year. The majority of them go to a brand new jersey. Sometimes it happens like once a year, once every other year, and I've had them all. I've had Woodson. That was my pride and joy for the longest time because that was a fashion statement back in high school. I have Warren Sapp. That was a big mistake. I currently have McFadden hanging up on my wall. I've had others, and I've even had Jamarcus Russell. That's in an ashtray somewhere. Please fucking believe that. And anybody else is still walking around with a Jamarcus fucking Russell jersey. You know what? At least take the numbers off, man. I know it's a recession and times are hard. You probably can't afford one. But you rip the numbers off. My plan originally was since I haven't been able to really hang on to one specific player because the very second they have the chance to get out of this fucked up situation known as the Raiders franchise, not the fans, they do it. My original plan was to get a customized Raiders jersey with my name on it so that no matter what, it was going to be relevant. And that was going to happen this season. But after knowing that Zach Miller's gone, along with Asamoah, Al Davis, you're not getting a cent from me. That money that was supposed to go towards that jersey that would have ended up in your pocket is now going towards... Don't hate me for this. It is now going towards an authentic away, Philadelphia Eagles, Asamoah, Jersey. Because you need to learn a lesson. You really do. We have the best cornerback. Like, I'm still just rambling on about that, but you get what I'm saying. Asamoah needs a Super Bowl. He finally has. He finally has a team that's willing to build around that. I mean, look at that. They have Ronnie Brown. They have Vic. They're going to find a way to get LeBron James. He finally has an opportunity to win a Super Bowl because you fucked up. You could have 
to have some sort of way to make something happen for him and for the rest of the Raiders, and you fucked up. Now, backtracking a little bit, I'm still a Raider fan. The fans are the best. I wish the team as much success as possible. Hopefully we can make it to a postseason. That would be blow my fucking mind. But as far as I'm concerned, Asamoah deserves and needs that championship. So in closing, go Raiders, go Eagles. Fuck you, Al Davis. Amoeba Raider. Beta L.A. Dude. (laughs) Settle down. Back away from the edge of the building. It's going to be fine. Um, What can I say, man? It's the Raiders every year. It's some kind of drama. And you know what? It is what it is, my brother. We're going to have a great season. You got to think it. You got to feel it. And trust me, if we go to the playoffs, you're going to be right in the front row, brother, screaming, Raiders! Just like the rest of us. Thanks for the call, brother. Next, we have Raider Mike from the Evergreen State. Another regular contributor here, folks. You've heard him. Check him out. He's got the positive note. Raider Greg, Raider Randy. This is Raider Mike from the Evergreen State. Just wrapped up listening to the latest podcast of everybody flipping, tripping on Zach and and, uh, Namdi and the like what we're doing, what we're not doing. Just read that we have signed Kevin Boss. Thank the Lord that we uh, recovered somebody, especially him, in a uh, big shoes to fill in the departure of Zach. Um, So anyway, I wanted to take on that. As I just read, that happened about 15 minutes ago. Um, Also reading that... McFadden has broke his orbital bone in practice. That's not good. Well, apparently it'll be a couple weeks or so, but let's just pray that it isn't anything totally serious. Also seeing that uh, Denarius Moore is shining bright. Very, very good to hear. But what's not good to hear is that he's burning the shit out of Stanford Route. Hmm, fancy that. Yeah, nation, that Stanford route. At any rate, man, good news other than Stanford route and the rest of the secondary just getting burned by this fifth rounder out of Tennessee who apparently came in with a chip on his shoulder. Let's uh, let's make sure he stays safe in practice and lights up the field when he gets his opportunities when the real thing is a go-go. This is Raider Mike. Out. Kevin Boss was a great signing. He's already stepped in. He's already doing his deal. He looked great in our first preseason game. Done deal. Great move. Raiders. I mean, that's what we needed. But our secondary route is trout. He's a fish. What can I tell you, man? Route is like a trout out of water, man. He's not very good. But Denarius Moore looked every bit as good as they said he did. He played great. He's a champion. He has got the courage of a lion. The guy's not afraid, man. Over the middle. Give me the ball. You could see it. Looks like a very good prospect for us. Things are looking up. 
You know, I'm, I know that last podcast, I can't even tell all you guys. I'm flipping people out. But hey, man, I got to tell it like I see it. Doesn't mean it's real. Real to me, that is. But uh, it's funny because I know that you guys feel the same way. You know what I was saying. All was the truth. But we got football to check out, and we got some bone line callers to check out as well. Who's next on the line? Next, a very old and wise friend. Now, the Tempest of Tampa, Raider Mike. What's happening, brother? Raider Greg, Raider Mike of Tampa, Florida, formerly of Gainesville, Florida. Well, I'm just going to let you know I moved further down the road here in enemy territory with the fake-ass pirates and the team that kicked our ass in 2000, the 2003 Super Bowl, I believe, the Yuccaneers, or Fuccaneers. So I'm in their territory now, living here in Tampa. But I wanted to chime in uh, on the Zach Miller. I, I listen to you, Raider Greg, and I, I understand your frustration and everything. And I know people, you said people were kind of bashing you and upset and just kind of wanted you just to roll with it. And unfortunately, um, we have no choice. We have to roll with it. We're Raiders. We got, I mean, I know Al's made some fucked up decisions, and I guess he'll continue to make his mistakes. But um, I think on this here, we I, we got to, you know, stand together as Raiders and look at the bright side. I think Al's taking a different approach. I mean, I've looked at the last couple of years. He's not going for these big-name free agents um, like he used to, you know, like, you know, I guess the last time he got burnt was, you know, me, Angelo Hall, and, you know, Javon Kent, Cripple Walker, and, uh, of course, Jakarkis Russell. Um, you know, that was, of course, the last time we got burnt. And I think Al's just being very cautious, and I think he's a little scared to, you know, keep some of these guys. I mean, I know he overpaid for Stanford route. Um, I mean, of course, he's nowhere like a nominee, but I don't think Route is as bad as people what he say he is. I mean, uh, I think he gets a lot of ticky-tack calls on him for pass interference, but I don't think he's that bad of a corner. I mean, you consider this man plays man-to-man every down, that's pretty hard for a defensive back, and we're only, you know, team that does that. So um, I don't think people should be that hard on him because I, I think he, you know, he's no, definitely not a nominee, but he's, he's better than you know, most, a lot of these DBs I see in the league, so. Um, but, uh, we did overpay for him. Um, but again, as far as the Zach Miller thing, I, I, you know, uh, I just think, you know, it's one of those things that, uh, uh, we had the money, we cleared the space for Zach, you know, with that camera Wilma. I think we got under the cap and we had like $17 million, but I don't know what happened. I mean, I just, you know, so I just think Al just is probably like, you know, he's going towards this more of this youth movement, it looks like. Um, and I think he's kind of like a little gun shy to sign some of these guys. And, uh, or maybe he doesn't feel like, you know, Al, you know how the way he is. He likes loyal people and loyalty. And if you're not a loyal Raider and or he feels like you're not loyal, he's not going to keep you. So I don't, we don't know what was going on in time. I mean, I think Zach did like being a Raider, but I think, uh, you know, maybe Zach, uh, you know, was looking to, to cash in, uh, after his rookie contract. But, uh, we just got to hope the best, and we've got to just, you know, play tight end by committee. we got to, you know, 
Brandon Myers, I mean, I've seen him. He wasn't too bad. Maybe give him some more time, and he'll be at least serviceable. Uh, I know you cracked on that guy, Osbury, from USC that you think is too tall to play tight end. But uh, uh, I remember when they drafted him, they were talking about making him a tight end. So I, I guess they, you know, are now in the process of doing that. So we'll see what he can do. And uh, Kevin Boss. I think that's a good pickup. Um, I think we've got a pretty decent replacement for Zach Miller. Actually, I think he might be better than Zach Miller because he's a better blocker and he's a bigger target. So uh, I think he and, and his stats show that he's, a, you know, has a little bit better stats than Zach. But of course, the system that he's in, he probably you know a little bit more pass friendly. Our our system hasn't been that great the last couple of years, of course, until last year. So, um, but I think Boss is going to fit in, you know, nicely with us. He's a bigger target, like I said, and he's a better blocker than Zach. So, um, I think that's a huge pickup for us. So, I guess, Raider Greg, don't be so mad and upset. You know, we look like we filled in that Zach Miller deal. So, um, you know, I wish Zach good luck, but uh, he had to do what he had to do. Um, I, I get tired of hearing these commentators bashing the Raiders talking about, of course, we're used to it. But they're talking about, oh, well, we're the worst team in, uh, as far as out of all the teams. We're doing the worst as far as losing players and not picking up players in free agency. Well, um, I think makes it looks like that uh, we were just trying to free space up in the cat pretty much. That's why we were, you know, kind of behind the eight ball a little bit. But uh, I think uh, we're, we're going to be in good shape now. So uh, I don't ex- expect uh, – you know, to hear too much of that bashing now that we've uh, cleared some cap room with Wembley contract and Seymour and, and even Stanford routes that he restructured, doing anything to help the team. So um, I'm not sure who else we can get out there, but, I mean, the player that I really want, but I don't know if we would be willing to do it, I don't know his injury status, would be T.O. I think if we got him, that would open up so much for the receivers, and he's, you know, even though, you know, he kind of runs his mouth a little bit, but, you know, last couple of years he hasn't, but he, he proves it out on the field. So he he has a good work ethic, and he doesn't get – he's not an off-the-field distraction, I guess, for, you know, not like, a, you know, say a Randy Moss or, you know, Plaxico Burst or somebody like that. So – but I was just – that's kind of my thoughts, but I don't think that will happen. I think we're going to stick with the youth movement, which is fine, but if we – had a little bit of cash, I wouldn't mind throwing some money his way or Steve Smith. But uh, I think we're heading in the right direction, and I, I just can't wait till we can just tell all these Raider haters to kiss our ass because it's, uh, it, you know, it's time for that, you know, to rise above this. So anyway, Raider Greg, take care. Uh, look for your take from the next uh, podcast. Thanks. Bye. My good brother, Raider Mike, bringing us back to reality man that's that's my man here who takes us and let's just be positive let's move over here and see what happens and yes kevin boss was a better acquisition for half the money more than half the money less than half the money that is so you know we're looking good the only problem i have is really our offensive line with barnes at the corner i don't know man we got to do something with that we got to fix that and our defensive secondary we need Asante Samuel. We need somebody of that caliber. I hope that the Eagles cut him or release him. I doubt it, but it sure would be nice. Um, I don't think we need a veteran wide receiver. We, hey, we got 
Chad Jackson? <laughs> Isn't that funny? I know you're laughing. I know I should be laughing. Unbelievable. We are who we are right now. I don't think we're going to get anybody else, but we need help in defensive backfield. Huff. <laughs> Huff ain't making it. Route. I'm telling you, man. Route is a trout. He's a fish. Good, sometimes good, not consistent, and he plays too far off players for the man coverage. I don't know, man. I just watch him, and um, I just don't see the greatness. You know, the the ability to close in when the ball is happening. He just he, he hesitates. I watch him. I hope he gets better. Thank you for the call, brother. It's always good, my man. Next, we have Raider Victor from Fresno. Check it out, man. Hey. Thanks for having my back, brother. Hey, Ritter Greg, Ritter Randy. This is Victor calling out of Fresno, California. It's been a while since I called. I just had a call after listening to your last podcast. Um, you went off a little bit, but, hey, we all need to do that every now and then, especially being Raider fans. Um, I don't understand why people would call you or say that you're not a true Raider fan for – choosing to question the team's motives and the things that they've done this offseason or haven't done this offseason. That's completely ridiculous and stupid. Um, you have every right to question what they're doing with the team, especially when we're paying for those players and paying for that organization to stay afloat. Um, they've been struggling lately because of the stupid decisions that they've been making, and that's why people haven't been going to the games. And I completely understand your frustration. And I hope you just don't get frustrated enough that you decide to stop doing the show because we all need it and we all need a vent. So um, as far as Zach Miller not being signed anymore, I totally agree with you. completely fucking stupid. Um, but on the upside, hopefully they can bring in uh, Boss in from New York. Um, but I doubt it, doubt it because it looks like we are still over the cap, which is also completely fucking stupid. And I did see a report saying that they paid Michael Huff $16 million. Are you fucking serious? Um, Jesus. But anyway, here's to hopefully a good season. Better try to stay optimistic. And hopefully Al Davis and Hugh Jackson know something that we do not know. But I doubt it. Oh, no. I don't think I could stop this show. I don't think I could because I'd explode. <laughs> Can you imagine me not being able to shout out my frustrations or you either man that's what it's all about come on man we're gonna celebrate the good times and we're gonna commiserate in the bad times but we ain't ever gonna quit you know how that is that's what it's all about yeah man we got boss we're doing better that way our team is gonna be okay i think we're gonna win some games i think we're gonna surprise some teams like we did last year i know this people are not gonna take us for granted that's a fact I don't give a shit what anybody else says. These sports reporters can kiss my rosy, dirty ass because I'll tell you right now, this team's going to freak some people out. And when you come into Oakland, I'm going to tell you, it's going to be a big deal. And the fans need to show up, even though we're not winning. Fans need to show up to support our team, man. It is something else. I'm going to go on a rant right now in the middle of this fucking bone line. It is something else when there's... 60,000 fans screaming Raiders. It is an emotional moment, man. It'll bring a freaking tear to your fucking eye. I'm not kidding. We need fans in the stands to motivate these young 20-something-year-old guys. 
when they hear us and see us out there cheering them on, it brings them up a notch. I'm telling you, man. It's a big deal. It's important that you go to the games, people. You got to go. It's fun, man. Have some beers, pop a hot dog or a steak, some tri-tip, you know, whatever. It's fun. It's like a picnic with a game. Check it out, people. Get your ass in the seat. And that's all I'm going to say about that. Thanks for the call, man. Victor, thanks for having my back, brother. Next, my brother, Matty Rada. What's up, my man? From Albany, New York. Check it out. Yeah, some good news, nation. It's Matty Rada um, calling from Albany, New York. I'm just calling to uh, throw my bone in about uh, picking up Kevin Boss today. I think that's a fantastic pickup, given that we just lost Zach. I'm calling out here from Giants country. Uh, Giants are pretty much the home team here. We're the summer home for the Giants here in Albany, although they're not here this uh, offseason due to the lockout. But uh, this kid is a beast. I think he'll be great. Um, it's pretty much losing Zach and picking up Kevin Boss. We're really not hurting tit for tat pretty much like I. You know, everybody was kind of bugging the fuck out when uh, we lost both Namdi and Zach. But I think, unfortunately, Namdi was to be somewhat expected, but Zach was a real uh, kick in the teeth. And I think that the organization really made up for it by uh, bringing Kevin in. Um, I think he wants to play for us. He didn't get a whole lot of money, four years, $16 million. And I think that this kid is just going to be a beast if you – Remember Jeremy Shockey in his heyday. Um, it's kind of the way Kevin plays. He's a, you know, he'll run two, three yards with a guy hanging on him. You know, he'll throw blocks for his backs and knock guys on their asses. And that's the kind of guy we want on our ball club. So um, just throwing my bone in about the pickup. I think it's great. Um, excited about the preseason. Excited about week two. Be out in Buffalo watching. The Bills get rolled on their home opener. So, thanks and go Raiders. Now, there you go. There's some insight. Kevin Boss was a better pickup. I think he's a better player. Uh, We'll see. I think it was a good move. I'm still just worried about our secondary. But, man, we're going to go into the season. And I really am – I'd love to be in Buffalo. I thought about making that trip, too. Going to Buffalo for that game would be absolutely awesome. Um, but I can't do it. I'd love to, but I can't. Uh, but yeah, the Bills, they're not going to be happy to see the silver and black roll into town. That you can be sure. Uh, thanks for the call, my brother. Next, we have the Raider guy from Lansing. I think it's East Lansing, Michigan. Check him out, man. He's telling us all the truth, really. Hey, Raider Greg, this is the Raiders guy from East Lansing, and this is what I have to say. We all knew that Zach Miller and Namde Asamoah were gone. We all knew that back in February, back in April. When we drafted a tight end in this year's draft, and Zach Miller's contract was up, and we already had Brandon Meyer, I knew something was fishy, and I had a feeling he wasn't going to be back. So why did we draft a tight end? We'd have three tight ends. That was a clue that we knew that he was gone. Also, Namde Asamoah. Big contractor Richard Seymour, we spent all of our money on Richard Seymour and drafted a bunch of corners in the draft. We knew that Namdi Asamoah was gone. 
So everybody's saying, oh, my God, Zach Miller is gone. Oh, my God, Namde Asamoah is gone. It's like, get with reality. We all knew it, but we were in denial. It's equivalent to the time I dated this girl, and she was openly cheating on me for three months, but I denied it. I stuck with her. Horrible mistake, you know, horrible mistake that we all said we didn't see this coming, that nobody knew about it, because we all knew that Zach Miller and Namde Asamoah were gone. There was the clues, but we didn't want to believe them. We were in denial. But the reality is, it is what it is. And so that's my two cents. Yeah, we knew Namdi was going to leave, but I just think that whole series, the last two years of his contract, was bullshit. We should have been smarter, and we weren't. End of story. We must move on. Miller, big surprise. Big surprise to me. And I know we draft all kinds of guys. We draft defensive backs. We draft linebackers. But it doesn't mean we're going to replace anybody. Uh, the only thing that I think was odd was the Ashbury thing where they told me they told us he was going to be a tight end anyway. I thought that was kind of weird. But, no, I didn't see the, the Miller thing. I don't think too many people did see the Miller thing. If you saw it, well, man, then you are Nostradamus. <laughs> I'm just teasing, brother. But, uh, yeah, I understand. We got to move on. We got a decent team. We need Asante Samuel to come and wear the silver and black. Somebody like that, and I mean like yesterday, Thank you for the call from Michigan. I love it. Next, we have a very cool, calm, and collect Raider fan. <laughs> Not. No, I'm just teasing, man. You know who it is. You got to know who it is because it is Raider Special Ed from St. Louis. This guy's funny. <laughs> Hey, Raider Greg, it's Raider Special Ed, still exiled to St. Louis. Kind of pissed off, ain't going to get to watch the damn Raiders preseason game tonight. It is Thursday night, because even with the NFL Sunday ticket, I don't get the games, and uh, they're not going to show them here in St. Louis. But I'm feeling bummed out. You know, I kind of expected maybe we'd lose Osmo Watt, premier cornerback. But this Zach Miller thing, man, come on. Really? Just let him go. Got a new quarterback. He obviously messed with the man. Our best offensive player, and you just let him go. And Zach Miller's going to be in the Hall of Fame. I've been a Raider fan since I was 11 years old, living in the East Bay. Even weeding out John Madden's yard, got the shake his hand. But, man, I respect Davis. I like what he did, but he's getting old. I got a suggestion. Have somebody bump him so he breaks a hip. And while he's recovering from it in bed, have the nurse feed him some damn Alzheimer's medicine because his head ain't right. You don't let a player like that go. He wasn't loud. He wasn't mean. And I'm sure he wasn't asking for an exorbitant salary. But he's one of the cornerstones of your team, especially when you got rid of a third of your defense and the best cornerback in the league. You don't let a man like that go away, man. I don't know. I reviewed the roster, the new corner or tight end, maybe. Yeah. I'm hoping they work it out. But, damn, Jason Campbell could be a good quarterback. Zach Miller was his outlet, and he's a great blocker. Man, you just don't let a guy like that go. I don't know what the old man's thinking. I don't know. Just my thoughts. I could be wrong, but I don't think so, man. Anyway, it don't matter. Raider Nation's tattooed on me. I bleed silver and black. I will always be a Raider fan. Yeah, 
light, but man, it's man, it's starting to depress me a little bit. Show me some light, brother. I'm out. Miller problem is solved. Kevin Boss is every bit as good, if not better, than Miller. It was a surprise move. I was really happy. I was blown away. The first smile I had about this organization since the lockout. You know, uh, the non thing is another troubling troubling aspect. To me, I think the Raiders should have been prepared to get somebody else, Cromarty, uh, Sante Samuel. Somebody should have been able to step up. I don't know, man. Maybe we have the guys that can play. Maybe uh, Haram Eugene is out. That's going to hurt us a lot. But, hey, man, we got a good team. I think they're going to make do some damage this year. I think we'll have a surprisingly good season. I really do. Um, but we'll see. I think it'll just get better as the season goes, too. We're going to do fine. Thanks for the call, brother. Next, my good brother, Raider Dalvola. 559, man. Check him out. He is Raider Nation. He's after the game. I can hear it in the background, brother. Raider Nation. Raider Greg, Red Randy. This is Raider Dalvola, 559. Uh, right here, uh, with the conclusion of the game. I'm going to give my personal grade on the game, man. I, I give the Raiders a C. I mean, we need some, uh, I mean, we need a little more sharpened up. You know, I, mean, I don't even know that, you know, we're only three weeks into this. But uh, I give our, I give our offense, I give them a C. I give our, our defense a C, man. And right now, we just blew it right here. But uh, I don't know, that's my personal opinion, you know. David Osbury, I leave more California right there next to the neighborhood for the Hanford, California, you know what I mean? Caught that touchdown pass. You know what I mean? That, that, that was a beat right there. But uh, we'll see you guys next week, man. We're going to Frisco, man. I want to give a shout-out to uh, Hal Raider, uh, the Crusader Raider, and Raider Jaime out of Bakersfield. Raider Davola, 559, out. I'd have to say probably a C, C, C plus for the offense, maybe a B. We just couldn't get it in the zone. But uh, – the defense, ooh, tough on the secondary. I, I'd have to give them a D, maybe a C minus. But it's the beginning, only beginning, man. We're going to see. I think it's going to get better and better each game. We'll see because you're going to be there in San Francisco at the Big Flying Saucer <laughs> with that jacked-up parking lot and the three, that lousy-ass three-entrance stadium It takes you forever to get into. Good luck, brother. I hate that place. Thanks for the call. Next, we have OC Raider behind the Orange Curtain in Orange County. Check it out, man. He just stayed up all night watching the Raiders. What's up, Mason? This is OC Raider calling back again one in the morning. I stayed up for the uh, midnight showing here in SoCal. Um, quick thoughts on the game because I know everyone else is probably better ready after watching the game. I know we lost. Who gives a shit of preseason? I uh, really liked how the how the offense looked. I think uh, I think Chasey a couple of balls were underthrown on the deep variety when they reached when they would be, but overall I think they looked pretty crisp. Not the fucking volumes of the false starts. I think they. Would have went 99 yards on that on that second series. I uh, love how they um, how they left Cam Moon there for a while. That was that was really nice to see. Um, 
Defense looked good. The, the first and second unit looked, looked pretty good. Overall, happy with it. Um, that, that defensive line on them motherfuckers looked like bees. So I'm real happy with that. Um, it's kind of late, so I think I'm going to um, I'm gonna go take my ass to bed and probably watch the rest of the game tomorrow. Hopefully there'll be a podcast to listen to in the morning. Um, so that's, that's it. I uh, know we lost, but I think that the units look pretty good. And don't forget, that's that's without Len BMC and, and Jacoby right there. So I think once we get those guys back and fucking Barnes can remember the damn snap count, I think we'll be all right. All right, Nation. That's it for mostly Raven. Late. Well, I think our offense played okay. Like I said, a B. But our defense on the secondary was torched. A lot of big plays given up. I know that our defensive line, like you said, are beasts, and I don't think they're bringing it like they will on the regular game. So I got to give the secondary a benefit of the doubt that I think that if our our front seven do what they got to do, and I think they can, uh, no, no ball is going to come out of there that's going to be on target or even close because they're going to be running for their life. Let's hope so, my brother. Thanks for the call. Next, it is Cogs, the Raider. Check him out, man. He's coming from Florida. This is Cogs, the Raider from Fort Lauderdale, checking in. Just letting you guys know, I saw a lot of people hustling on the field last night, and I'm starting to believe in the Hugh Jackson approach, getting people hauling ass in practice. I see it working. I I didn't see no slugginess in everybody out there. So uh, I think that's a good point. The defense looked great for the first play. <laughs> I wouldn't say the first play. Let's call it the first uh, outing they were out there. But I don't know what's going to happen if we got someone that goes down injury. The backups did not look good. Uh, they tore apart our secondary as expected. Um, the D-backs the D- look good. Uh, Bush is still a beast. How about them wideouts? All I can say is more, more, more. 17 should be our starting wideout, man. That guy is unbelievable. Look at that field presence, guys. Come on, you cannot deny that. Even DHB got a ball. We'll see what happens. And Chillings, that guy is cut, guys. I'm tired of hearing you guys talk about this guy. It's been a long time. I'm done paying for him. Let's put the money somewhere else. Okay? Time to cut cut, cut this dead beat loose and let's forget about it. I know he tried, practices hard, does all this other stuff. But, man, come on, guys. How much money are we going to waste on these broken-down players? He's, he could have been great. He could have been. He could have been. But he's not. Let's move on. Cut our ties. Move forward. Anyways, thanks, Raider Nation. Good hearing everybody. Glad to watch a game last night, even though we're in Florida with the uh, NFL preseason channel there. Uh, Help us get into the games, and uh, hopefully some, some guys can get out to the stadium. Uh, look pretty bad with only 40,000 people showing up or 15,000, something like that. Anyways, take care, Raider Great. I agree, man. If our secondary gets injured, we're in a heap of trouble because uh... – we have no depth at that position. Not yet, anyway. Who knows what can happen? That's just early. Things should get better as the season goes on. But uh, Chaz, yeah, with a bad knee now, it's time to go, brother. He's cost a lot of dough, and it's time to let him go. And uh, watch, he'll go to some team and be a superstar. But I don't care. I'm tired of not seeing him on the field, too. He sits at a proverbial warm bench, man. He's got like a pad he puts down on a seat. The guy can't stay healthy. So... I don't know what to tell you. I feel the same way. Um, so 
I know we're going to have a better team. I know more, more, more is probably the best thing you could say. I can't wait to hear those chants. I bet you that's what happens at the Coliseum when it gets some people in it. Yeah, 15,000 is weak, weak ass turnout. Thank you for the call, my brother. That is it for this show, folks. Thank you for tuning in to the Raider Nation podcast. We try to keep it real, try to keep it positive, but sometimes it's not real positive. (laughs) You know what I'm saying, man. We're passionate about this damn team. Everybody wants to see them win. At least we do. I don't give a shit what anybody else wants because it's all about the silver and black. This team's going to be fine, man. we got to roll on through this season. I sure as hell hope we get a help in that secondary or something miracle-like happens. Uh, But we're moving on. We're moving up. We got the 49ers next week. We'll see what happens. We'll give you a take on that show. Uh, We better beat their ass is all I got to say about that. I am Raider Greg, and I am out.